0: Welcome back to Encouraging Words to Give You Hope. I'm your host Hope, the author and founder of Meditate Hope, with a mission of encouraging people to meditate on the hope of Jesus because when you do, it changes everything. Ever find yourself desiring the things of the world more than the things of God? It can be a daily struggle because of our sinful nature in the flesh. But through Philippians chapter 3, we will see Paul encouraging the Philippians not to put their confidence in the flesh, but to desire the things of God and press on to the end goal. This chapter is the shortest out of all the chapters in Philippians, but through it we will see the conviction of the Holy Spirit and reflections for us in our everyday lives. So grab your Bible, a notebook, and a pen, turn to Philippians chapter 3, and let's have an open, teachable heart for what the Lord has to say. In verses 1 through 2, Paul warns them against the influences of the people of their time and says that it is not a problem for him to repeat these things again to them. He says to rejoice in the Lord, which is a central theme we have seen in the book of Philippians, telling us that we can rejoice in the Lord no matter what the circumstance. He says to them to beware of the evildoers, mutilators of the flesh, and the dogs out there. For a bit of context, dogs is what the Jews would call the Gentiles against them. In verses 3 through 4, Paul defines true circumcision, which is this. Those who genuinely serve God by his spirit boast in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. Then Paul talks about why he might have confidence in the flesh himself. Paul describes himself in verses 5 through 6 and why he might have confidence in the flesh. He says, circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for righteousness based on the law, faultless. In verse 7, Paul considers all that were gains to him as a loss for the sake of Christ, The truth is, everything in this world will pass away, and when all in this world is compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ, we will see everything else as garbage, as nothing. When we accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, we get rid of all the garbage and junk in our lives, and when we become one with Christ, we no longer count on our own righteousness by obeying the law, but instead, we, through faith in Christ, become righteous. In verses 10 through 11, Paul describes his desire, which is to know Christ, to experience the mighty power that raised Jesus from the dead, and to suffer with him, sharing in his death and sacrifice, so that in one way or another he may experience the resurrection of the dead. Just like Paul, this should be our desire as well. This is another central theme we have seen in the book of Philippians. In chapter 1, we saw how Paul prayed that the Philippians would have a deeper hunger and thirst for God's word. In chapter 2, we saw Paul encouraging the Philippians to desire to have the mindset of Christ and having humility. And now in chapter 3, we see Paul describing his desire to know Christ and suffer with him. Though it may seem weird to desire this, it should be our number one desire as Christians. We have the choice each day whether we will pursue the things of the world or of God. Will you open up your Bible first or your phone? Will you wake up early to spend time with him? Will you share the good news despite the hardships you may face because of it? Jesus is the greatest thing we could ever pursue because when we seek him and hunger for the things of God, we are investing in the things eternal. Next, in verse 12, Paul talks about pressing on. He says that he doesn't mean that he has achieved all these things or reached perfection, but instead he says that he continues to press on and to take hold of that perfection which Jesus took hold of. He says in verses 13 through 14, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to take in hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. As believers, we should let go of the past and what the enemy has been using to hold us back. We should press forward into all that God has in store for us and continue to run the race with perseverance for the prize worth fighting for. In verses 15 through 16, Paul encourages those who are mature in faith to take the same view of things, and if they think differently, Paul believes that God will make it clear to them. He says that they must firmly hold on to what they have already learned. In verses 17 through 19, Paul tells them to follow his example and learn from those who follow our example, or in other words, we should keep our eyes on those who live as we do and be aware of who we are letting influence our lives. Are we letting fellow Christians influence our lives? And are we having good rooted Christian friendships? Paul tells them with tears in his eyes as he has told them before that many people will live as enemies of Christ. He says that these people are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things and they only think about earthly things. When Paul describes these people who are enemies of Christ, this can be a conviction and reflection for us. Ask yourself today. What is your focus, earthly things or eternal things? In verses 20 through 21, Paul reminds us that despite there being people who are enemies of God, our citizenship as Christians is not this earth, but heaven. And as we eagerly wait for Christ's return, the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. For this week's discussion questions and application, we only have one main question and that's because throughout this chapter, there was one main theme and question for us to answer. And that question is, do you desire the things of God over the things of the flesh? This is a yes or no question, but once you answer it, don't just walk away and do nothing about it. Create action steps, because if we just hear the word and never put our faith into action, our faith is dead, as it says in James 2 verse 26. Though we know that Jesus is coming soon and we as Christians have hope in this promise, the question is, what are we doing right now in the present moment to accomplish the mission God has for us before he comes back to earth? Are we daily as Christians desiring to put him first, spend time with him, be rooted in the word, surround ourselves with Christian community and desire the things of God over the things of the flesh? Paul encouraged us to press towards the end goal of entering heaven And God saying to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Just like we make goals in life with action steps, it is the same thing spiritually. Think about what you want to do this week to grow closer to God and desire the things of God more than earthly things. It can be as simple as truly setting aside time to be with him or choosing the joy of Jesus in the midst of your circumstances. Start today and let us as believers have a deep hunger for the things of God thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode i hope i encouraged you and brought you closer to god make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so that you don't miss out on any future episodes for daily christian encouragement throughout your week and bible journaling inspiration you can follow at meditate hope on instagram that's m-e-d-i-t-a-t-e-h-o-p-e for weekly devotionals and christian resources you can go to MeditateHope.Webly.com. that's m-e-d-i t a t e h o p e. w e e b l y. dot com. Remember that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.